0: okay this will do for a start they're all good just what we're looking for now Vicki how would you like to fly in the 747? who wouldn't? where to? Rome, London, Paris, Tokyo, Honolulu you mean it really? Vicky, flying the 747 is the in thing we want to know why Partisans often say, the 747 Jack looks just right. I agree, but this isn't necessarily what you'd think of a plane with such an unnatural bump. The lines of the 747 may be so satisfying not despite the snow's bump, but because of it. Perhaps it recalls a natural relationship. That of a bird, a swan perhaps, to a long body and wide wings. That was an excerpt from pilot Mark Runniger's book Skyfaring, A Journey with a Pilot. On this special edition of the Airline Weekly Lounge, we present something of an audio diary dedicated to the 747, also known as the Queen of the Skies, by myself, your host, Edward Russell. Boeing delivered the final 747, number 1574, off the line, to cargo carrier Atlas Air at its Everett Washington plant this past Tuesday. The moment was an end of an era for the plant that had turned out 747s to airlines, cargo carriers, dignitaries, governments for 53 years. In fact, Pan Am took the very first 747, well, introduced the very first 747 in 1970 on what was <laughs> a notably delayed flight, but they still kept the crown. The 747's iconic look that Banneker described, the hump up front with a long fuselage behind it, has drawn many an avgeek, myself included, to it. I'll never forget the first time I got to go on one. It was 1993, maybe 1994, and a United 747-200 was at the gate at Denver Stapleton Airport. I don't know why, but a kind employee let me on board and gave me a tour. I loved the upper deck. The 747 for me later became the jet I flew to Asia. Many a long transpacific hop were made aboard at 747-400s. To Tokyo, Seoul, Hong Kong, Shanghai, Beijing. The 747 was the plane I always flew. Welcome aboard the Boeing 747. This is Captain Morgan. We have reached our cruise altitude. Should have excellent weather for our flight to Honolulu today. Speaking for the crew up here on the flight deck, we really like this airplane real pleasure to fly. We know that all of you in the cabin will like flying in it too. My shortest flight on the 747 was from Bangkok's Mueang Airport to newly opened Suanapum on now-defunct Orient Thai in 2006. That was a festive flight aboard the plane, Then everyone was excited to see the airport that had long been promised to the Thai capital, but had been delayed many, many years the probably my most memorable flight aboard a 747 was United's farewell from San Francisco to Honolulu in 2017. The airline flew the plane on the route where it introduced the jumbo jet in July 1970. It was a party on board the entire way, with CEO Oscar Munoz going through the cabin, clinking glasses and saying cheers over champagne. And when we landed in Hawaii, it was a farewell lay for the plane at the terminal there. The 747 really revolutionized aviation. When it was introduced in 1970, it ushered in an era of ever more affordable long haul air travel for the masses. This was because it was so big, airlines had to fill the plane. And even then it it flew into a period when economic crises pushed down demand for long haul aviation. So it was a lost leader at many airlines. At first, every international airline who was anybody flew them, whether they had a reason to or not. Delta, for one, flew them between Atlanta and Los Angeles via Dallas, not your common 747 route, when it first took delivery in 1970. Delta would begin returning those jets just four years later and exit the fleet entirely by 1977. As technology moved on, and a reliability and economics of two engines over four went out, the 777-300ER usurped the 747 as Boeing's best-selling large commercial aircraft in the 2000s. And Airbus's A380 took the title as the world's largest jet when it was introduced. Even a re-engined 747-8 with improved efficiency and longer range couldn't win back the queen of the skies crown. Today, airlines are scrambling for the latest engine technology and composite fuselages. Think the A350 and the 787 for the lowest possible costs. Even Boeing's re-engined and larger 777X which weighs more than either the A350 or 787, is struggling to win orders. To this reality, the industry says goodbye to the 747. She will fly a while longer. Airlines like Lufthansa, Korean Air, other carriers still fly her, but her reign as the queen of the skies is waning. Atlas Air gave the 747 a beautiful send-off on its delivery flight out of Everett. The pilots flew a signature crown with 747 written in, it in the sky over Washington state. It was a beautiful way to say goodbye to the queen. Thank you. One 747 can take the place of two, even three smaller jets. So the more 747s we have, the less crowded the airspace. And the fewer airplanes we have, the less air pollution and noise pollution especially with the 747s engines. So the people who live and work around the airport like them, the passengers like them, and we certainly like them. Thank you for joining us for this week's episode of the Airline Weekly Lounge podcast. Check out airlineweekly.com for a new issue every Monday and updates on the latest airline news throughout the week.